0: the five that punched their ticket spring practice number two in the books at clemson and daniel jones gets a big payday a busy wednesday show so let's go Glad to have you with us for the Wednesday edition of the Mickey Plyler Show. Wednesday, March the 8th, 2023. Hope all is well. Looking forward to a great show today. A couple of guests today in our final hour. Dan Young, UGA's rival site, joins us. That's at 8.05. Talking some Georgia football. At 8.25, Andrew Oliphant, Director of Instruction Katici at at Leadbetter Academy over at Katichi, He's going to join us to talk a little golf. We got Bay Hill last week. Got TPC this week. Stadium, course, down in Jacksonville. Saw Trevor Lawrence out there making uh, with, was the biggest draw of the TPC yesterday. Uh, a lot of news to get into today. Clemson gets three in the bottom of the second inning. Gets a Camarella home run his first of his career in the bottom of the fifth. Caden Grice goes a couple of innings and gets the win. Schoolless, two scoreless innings there. Allen gives up one in three innings. And then Lilley comes in and shuts the door with four. One hit, one walk scoreless innings to five strikeouts. Clemson back on the winning side of things improves to six and six. They beat East Tennessee State four to one. Uh, A little different lineup yesterday. Canarella leading off, one for four with a run and two RBIs. Engel bats third or right bat second. Didn't have his best day, zero for four. But Engel batted third in the lineup, went three for four, and then Abrams in the lineup in right field, two for two yesterday with a couple of walks and a run scored. So Clemson today, four o'clock against Presbyterian. Uh, rest of college baseball, some, uh, a bunch of uh, ranked games last night. I'll fly through these. 11th-ranked Virginia Tech beat UMass Lowell 22-4. 17th-ranked Virginia, 7-3 win over William & Mary. 19th-ranked NC State, a 15-13 win at Greensboro. 9th-ranked Louisville, 11-1 over Moorhead State. 13th-ranked Oklahoma State, doubled up Arizona State, 8-4. 8th-ranked Arkansas, 7-5 over Army. Coastal Carolina got a 13-11 win at home against number five, Wake Forest. 14th-ranked North Carolina, doubles up Western Carolina, 8-4. Iowa, ranked 23rd in the country, beats Co-College, never heard of them, 8-2. 21st-ranked Florida State, in-state win against Bethune-Cookman, 10-1. 7th-ranked Vanderbilt, 12-1 over Tennessee Tech. 12th-ranked East Tennessee or East Carolina, went to Queens, and got a 5-2 win in 10. 6th-ranked Florida, 18-11 win over Florida Atlantic. 25th-ranked Oregon State, 9-4 over San Diego. Uh, Tennessee, ranked third in the country, loses to Boston College. Lacey win win there in 10 innings in Knoxville the Gamecocks beat the Citadel 8-1 15th ranked a and 13-5 over Incarnate Word 24th ranked Campbell how about Campbell being ranked 17-7 over Tulane Alabama ranked 18th now 11-6 over Stanford TCU got a, a, a lost at home 10th ranked Horned Frogs fall to UT Arlington 8-7 4th ranked Ole Miss 11-5 winner over 22nd ranked Southern Miss only only battle of ranked teams 16th-ranked UCLA, 7-6 over at Long Beach State. And second-ranked Stanford loses at home, gets beat 10-5 by Santa Clara. Unranked ACC baseball action from yesterday. Duke 5-0. They come to town next weekend over App State. It was Georgia Tech donning up Lipscomb 10-5. And South Florida drops Pittsburgh 2-1. Non-ranked SEC action from a Tuesday night. Uh, had on here now had Missouri shutting out Western Illinois six 0 Kentucky beating Murray State six to two, and Auburn four to one victory over the Blazers of UAB. Mississippi State not ranked right now twelve two over Valpo, uh, and Georgia gets a seventeen to eleven win over Georgia Southern. Big night in college basketball last night. Oh, actually, all day yesterday. The biggest game of the day in the West Coast Conference, Gonzaga does it again. Ninth-ranked Gonzaga beats 16th-ranked St. Mary's. 77-51 dominated St. Mary's. Makes a case for the two-line probably now, maybe, for Gonzaga. And uh, they both are going to the tournament. There were several uh, four other teams that punched their ticket to the uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, among those, Merrimack, 67 66 win over Fairleigh Dickinson to win the Northeast Conference. Northern Kentucky gets a 63 win- 61 victory over Cleveland State to win the Horizon League. Charleston wins in Washington, D.C. They beat Wilmington 63 58. Pat Kelsey's club now 31 3. They're heading to the dance. And the other finals had a- Oral Roberts is going over North Dakota State 92 to 58, or Roberts winning the Summit League. Uh, the first round of the ACC tournament underway yesterday, and we had some some thrillers. Uh, it's Georgia Tech, 61-60 win over Florida State. And we see Pastner trying to save his job there. That was the first game of the day. We see an upset, or a or, or, uh, near upset, I should say, in the nightcap, but Virginia Tech comes back and beats Notre Dame 67-64. Boston College uh, won. They beat Louisville 80-62, to 62, put Louisville out of their misery. Worst season in Louisville history, 4-28. and 28. ACC action today, starting at noon, ESPN, MetLife, uh, ACC tournament in Greensboro, Wake Forest, and Syracuse could be Beheim's last game. Georgia Tech-Pittsburgh. Boston, uh, that's at 2.30. At 7 o'clock tonight, Boston College, North Carolina, 9.30. Tiger fans paying attention, Virginia Tech and NC State. Clemson would have to beat one of those two teams for the third time in a row. Uh, SEC action underway, Big Ten, Pac-12, Big 12, all those start today. We'll give you some of those times and maybe some of those bubble games to watch. When it comes to today's practice, spring practice at Clemson yesterday in the books. Wes Goodwin spoke afterwards. Some players spoke afterwards. A few notes, and I didn't go. Facts and did. We'll get his thoughts on that coming up. Softball today Clemson and Mercer over at uh, McQuarter Stadium. And Daniel Jones gets a big time payday $160 million with the uh, New York Giants. And I guess. Guess that's a decent decision for them. We'll talk about that for sure. The producer of every single Wednesday show, I'm hoping the best day of the week, Mr. Fax and Childress. How you doing?
1: I'm doing well. It's the best day of the week for me. You mentioned Merrimack. They actually can't go to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, that's right. It's because, the uh, that's crazy. That probation stinks. rule or whatever. Yeah, five yeah. years once you get into D1, you can't make Mickey, this is the second time in the last five years they've won the tournament. They were the one seed. That's crazy. They got to abolish that rule, but it still mm-hmm. is the best day of the week. Excited to be here and... Uh, Talk some sports. So, in that case, does Fairleigh Dickinson go? Yeah, Fairleigh Dickinson actually punched their ticket. Merrimack won the early game in the NEC conference. Yeah. So, then it was that winner of that game was playing for a bid. So, they pretty much had nothing to gain by even showing up and playing yesterday.
0: That's crazy. Um, Pat Kelsey does it. So, we got two... Hot coaching names in South Carolina right now, Pat Kelsey and Bob Ritchie, and both are going to the NCAA tournament, Charleston and Furman.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was up in Asheville for the Furman game. I talked a little bit about it with Quak yesterday, but like literally the perfect revenge story down to a tee. Obviously lost that heartbreaker at the buzzer last year up in Asheville, and this year against the same Chattanooga team, obviously different coaching staff, a little bit different of a roster, brought in some transfers, but Furman battles through a lot of adversity all season long, you know, integrated a lot of new faces into the rotation, a lot of young guys stepping up down the stretch. Ben Vanderwall was playing, who's a true freshman, and they were able to go up to Asheville, get the job done, and complete their trip. So I think they're going to be a 14 probably, uh, which I think is fair. They would have had a case for a 13 if they would have won a couple more games in their non-con, but that's a scary 14 seed. And if I'm Furman, I'm hoping you get Tennessee... when you're playing those early games like that, you want a team that plays super-duper slow, and you want a team that doesn't have a lot of versatility. And Tennessee's point guard is out for the season. They have a big center. They play slow. They don't run in transition. I think Furman could make that game ugly and potentially have a chance against Tennessee.
0: Um, You missed my scoop on yesterday's show. Had a former college basketball coach reach me during the show. And I asked, can I, can I use this? scoop?" scoop says, yeah. Uh, and the scoop was that... Uh, Ray Tanner last year spent five hours in Bob Ritchie's home trying to talk him into taking the Gamecocks job and he turned him down.
1: Wow. Are you serious? Yeah.
0: How about that? Got that from a great source.
1: What I will say is Bob Ritchie outcoached Lamont Paris last year and, you know, a one in a million shot got hit. And obviously, I'm not saying Lamont didn't deserve the South Carolina job, but I think it was well known that he wasn't their first choice. And I think it's it's showing that they still wanted Ritchie, even though he lost that game. Uh, instead of Lamont and the the narrative around Bob Ritchie there's a lot of pressure on Furman coming into the year Mickey they were odds odds on favorites in Vegas for the regular season and the tournament they delivered and won a share of the regular season title and then the narrative around Bob Ritchie for whatever reason uh, is oh he can't win the big game you know and meaningful games Furman tends to crumble and he put a lot of those narratives to rest he's going to have a power 5 job waiting for him this year you would think uh obviously and won last year. Yeah, if they won a tournament game, then I think those names start getting bigger and bigger. But I think this is probably Bob Ritchie's last couple games coming up at Furman, and it's it's been a really good ride. He's really taken what Nico Medved did at Furman and just elevated it to a whole different level. So really proud of him. Really proud of that entire staff. I mean, I got to call a couple games this year, and that's a, a really special thing that he's built there at Furman. And I hope the next head coach, we assume, will you know try and keep it rolling
0: the latest joe Lenardi from 11 p m last night last and we're going to talk you and I're going to talk about this a lot today later on but uh, last four buys boise state nc state pittsburgh
1: penn state oh that's crazy because i see three teams clemson's beat in the last four buys
0: last four in mississippi state utah state rutgers nevada First four out, Oklahoma State, Wisconsin, Arizona State, North Carolina. Or as now my wife knows I say it, North Carolina. Uh, Next four out, Michigan, Charleston, who's in now. In,
1: So they're off the bubble. Right.
0: Well, they're off the bubble anyway, because had they lost in their conference tournament, they're not getting in. Yeah. And if they won the conference tournament, they're in. So so that was a terrible put. But anyway, uh, Clemson and Oregon. So, the Tigers are the next four out on that one. So, the Tigers beat, uh, win tomorrow night. Maybe, maybe have to win. Maybe have to beat Virginia. Who knows? We'll see. Um, so, and and I'll give you that. Um, let me tell you where, where he has Furman in here. He currently has Furman. I'm
1: assuming it's on the scene line. Yeah, that makes the most logical but playing sense. playing Gonzaga a three. That would not be a good matchup. No, that's not a good matchup for
0: him. But that's okay. Hey, man. That gives you a chance to shock the world.
1: Um... Segment two today. Segment two. I was thinking we just talk some college basketball. Let's There's just it. so much going on with uh, with coaches and and potential hot seats headed into these conference tournaments. And then we've got a, a couple big ACC. I mean, Clemson's fate is essentially on the line uh, with the nine thirty game today. Yeah. Who would you rather see? We'll talk about that a little bit more. Who would you rather see? Who are well, you rooting for Yeah, I think the
0: evidence. I think, uh, Your Honor, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I think that, that the evidence is clear in this case. We'll talk about it uh, before I. Get to the break. The New York Giants yesterday took a step forward. They're throwing for thirty-two hundred five yards and fifteen touchdowns. As five picks last year. Rushed for seven hundred eight yards and seven touchdowns. They signed Daniel Jones to a one hundred sixty million dollar deal. Eighty-two million dollar guaranteed. Uh, it includes thirty-five million dollars and a signing bonus. And make no mistake, they signed Daniel Jones for one reason. Oh Lord! To go dethrone the Eagles. Fly Daniel, fly Daniel Jones, Eagle Killer. Is coming back to New York.
1: Eagle killer. That
0: has to be terrible news for the Eagles.
1: It's terrible news for the Eagles after their 31-point playoff victory over him where he looked like a lost puppy. I, as an Eagles fan, I actually saw the tweet from Adam Schefter and started shaking and crying. That's how upset I was.
0: Uh, we'll talk about that as the show goes on, To it, There was some franchise tag stuff. we we'll could get some NFL later in the show. All right, my friends at Patterson Tax Service, today's my day. Today, 1245, I've got my uh, Patterson Tax uh, appointment. Why? Because I'm not waiting to April 15th. i got March 15th. We file my uh, business separately from individuals, so we've got to get that done. At deadline's March 15th. I'll get my SEP IRA stuff today. We'll make that contribution later this afternoon or first thing in the morning. And um, we'll get all of our great news over there. I get to see all my buddies quickly get in and get out. That's the thing that I, I love about this time of year and what they're doing and well, my taxes will be done before March the 9th. How about that? Love the Patterson Tax Service. If you've never been, do it. Try it once. PATTX.com pattax.com com. Pattax 864-859-8289. 864-859-8289. We'll come back talk some college basketball in Segment 2 with Facts and Children's right after this. I'm a i
2: I'm a Game fan. Could you imagine living in a house like this?
3: Making choices is hard, but choosing the right countertop doesn't have to be. Star Granite Interiors has been in business for over 50 years. We use the latest in
2: technology. Technology. Technology.
3: No matter how you say it, we use the best equipment to ensure a quality experience, not to mention our customer service is second to none.
2: Call our dad for a free quote.
3: Call Jeremy Revis at 864 304
4: Everlon Clemson offers independent living options like you've never seen before for adults 55 and older. Alleviate the burden of living at home with chef-prepared meals, transportation services, a fitness room, walking proximity to Patrick Square, and much more. No more cooking, cleaning, or upkeep of a traditional home. Luxury independent living that's all-inclusive with no long-term commitments. Now is your time to thrive with Everlon. Call today for a free tour, 864-760-8968 and online at EverlonLiving.com. It's moving day and Tiger Moving Company is here to help. Skip the headache, hire the professionals with the right tools for your move. They're a clean cut and reliable team, pack and assemble furniture seamlessly. So all you have to do is make yourself at home. To top this all off, they even start and stop the clock at your house, charging you a flat hourly rate no rounding up call today at 908-9028 or email tigermoving at gmail.com to make your next move with tiger moving company skeptic about septic call the experts the plumbing experts did you know your septic tank should be pumped every three to five years with their maintenance plan you don't need to worry they take care of it when it comes to septic tanks prevention through routine maintenance is key Their plumbers are fully trained, licensed, and qualified to provide the best experience the first time. So whether you need a pump or repair, don't be a skeptic on septic. Call the experts, the plumbing experts. Visit online at theplumbingexperts.com. They won't let you down.
5: HTI is hosting a hiring event for temp to hire assemblers at Danfoss and Easley, March 9th from 10 till 2. First shift pay $17 an hour, second and third shift $18 an hour. Candidates will need to pass a background check and drug screening. HTI offers paid time off along with health, dental, and vision insurance. To learn more and RSVP for the Danfoss hiring event, go to htijobs.com slash events. The event is at Danfoss, located at 1407 Pelzer Highway in Easley, March 9th, 10 till 2.
2: To understand what makes Diamonds Direct so different than other jewelry stores, you have to go back 60 years. When a diamond cutter in Israel became well known for his exceptional craftsmanship, His diamond cutting business flourished for decades. Then his sons got involved and started selling these exceptional diamonds to upscale jewelry stores here in America. Then after a few years, these wholesalers changed the game and started selling these precious diamonds direct to the public at the same prices they had sold to the jewelry stores. The no middleman concept became an instant success and Diamonds Direct was born. Today, Diamonds Direct provides that extraordinary value to people all over America, leading the industry with the highest quality diamonds that still come straight from the best cutters, offered at the guaranteed best prices, period. Diamonds Direct, a truly revolutionary concept with a unique history, rooted in quality, committed to excellence, and always focused on value. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com
3: Gary Mahaffey here with Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. First, let me thank all the WCCP listeners for making annual enrollment very special for me and my co-workers this year. Are you turning 65 in 2023? If so, you may be pondering your Medicare options. Many people feel like this is not important if they are working on and remaining on their company plan. Even if this is the ultimate outcome, I recommend that you look at all options for meeting your healthcare needs. If I can assist you in this somewhat confusing process, please call me at 864-307-8484 today. And please remember my services always come free to you and that I will shepherd you through Medicare in the unlikely event that I do not represent a company or specific plan that you're interested in. So, again, please call today at 864-307-8484. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios.
0: This is 105.5 and 97.5 The
3: Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina upstate, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. This is The Roar, the home for everyone good enough to make varsity. 105.5
5: and 97.5 FM where every day is
2: game day.
0: Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. I'm looking now at Upcountry Fiber, and I'm looking at where they are in in uh, in Clemson, and where they're headed, and they're making their way towards my neighborhood. That's great to hear. So, um, hopefully, we can get get on that Upcountry Fiber. Man, it's 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 closer than ever now. So, looking at the progress and and uh, where they are and where they're working on this thing, man, Upcountry Fiber is. Is uh, doing an amazing job. You can click on where they are now and then you can click on their in progress, like their construction areas and, and where they're added and, uh, and what that looks like. Matter of fact, the good news is right now over in Seneca, I've got, got an area coming in in Seneca, a neighborhood going in over there in the next couple of days. So, all good stuff. Hey, for a stronger connection when it comes to internet, when it comes to the high speed internet that you need when you're streaming all these games. You know, this week is a good example, Faxon. So, this weekend, I'm going to probably watch some Clemson baseball online, stream it. I'm going to stream some Clemson softball. I'm going to be watching on television a little ACC, SEC, Big 12, Big 10 tournament stuff. I'm going to be watching a little maybe on, on the phone, maybe a little little uh, Manchester United, and also maybe a little TPC. i got to have streaming options everywhere. So, that's why I need upcountry fiber. Upcountry fiber, business phones, home phones. Um, internet, HDTV, let them take care of it for you. You're going to love the non-contracts. You're going to love that it's not bait-switch good people. It's upcountryfiber.com. And Upcountry Fiber Studios, segment two with Mr. Faxon Childers.
1: Segment two today, talking more college hoops, talking a little bit of bubble, talking a little bit of net ranking, and we're going to talk a little bit of net rating. Mickey, do you know what, what the analytic net rating is and what it calculates? Um, In theory, it's defensive rating and offensive rating combined into like an overall rating for a team um, when they play a game. It also accounts for lineups and stuff. So Clemson is top 12 in the country in net rating in quad one games. Mm-hmm. Top 12 in the entire. They played seven quad one games. They're four and three in them. They are top 12 in the country in net rating in quad one games. For an example, here are some other teams that are up there with them. UConn, Houston, Kansas, Purdue, Arizona, UCLA, Marquette, Texas, Alabama. So the entire one and two line, which I just named, and UConn. Xavier, who will be a four. Miami, who will be a four. Tennessee, who will be a three. And then Clemson comes in right after all those teams.
0: Yeah, there are teams like St. Mary's who only have two quad one wins this season. North Carolina has one quad one win. Utah State, fair to say Utah State's in? I think they're in at this point, yeah. They have one quad win-win the entire year. So, in in the argument, I mean, North Texas has one. Uh, Liberty doesn't have any. Oral Roberts doesn't have any. They're they're ahead of Clemson in the net. North Carolina's one and nine against quad one teams. So, I mean, that, that, again, one of the things I mentioned the other day. So, the reason these teams are on the bubble is because they're not in the tournament. They're not out of the tournament. But they're not in the tournament. So the point there is that there are for every bubble team, I can make a legitimate argument for them to get in. And for every bubble team, I can make a legitimate argument for them not to get in. That's why they're on the bubble. With that said, here locally, Clemson obviously, what they've done against Quad One and Quad Two It's makes, impressive. It is impressive. There's no doubt about that. On the other side, just from Clemson's standpoint, uh, the, the Tigers of the bubble teams have the worst quad three and quad four resume. So it's a matter of, do you, are you looking at who you've beaten? Are you looking at what your losses look like? Um, and then finally, you know, everybody's getting on Lenardi here, and rightfully so, I get it, but you and I just talked about it off the air that Jerry Palm didn't have Clemson in right now, and part of the reason he didn't have Clemson in right now, not just the net ranking of 61, but Clemson's strength of schedule of the all the bubble teams, there's the the next worst strength of schedule among all the bubble teams is Southern Cal at 77. Clemson's uh, strength of schedule is 139. Of the non-conference schedules out there, Clemson's non-conference strength of schedule is 336. That that's that's Clemson has bad losses, a, a, an, an easier schedule. And, and non-conference schedule was bad. That's why they're on the bubble. As simple as that. I mean, if you look at, at they should be ahead. If you think thinking head-to-head against NC State, against North Carolina, against Pittsburgh, obviously. But and Penn, State. and Penn State. 139 strength of schedule, 336 non-conference schedule, four quad three and quad four losses. That's the argument against them. Obviously, there's a lot of arguments for them. Fair enough. Yeah,
1: very fair. Well, so with that being said, we can segue it in. A game tonight, which is absolutely huge. I think this may determine Clemson's season because of how important quad one wins are. NC State versus Virginia Tech, it might be the easy thing for a lot of people to be like, oh, we want Virginia Tech. We want to pull for the upset. I think that everybody in Clemson Nation should be rooting for NC State tonight because the cutoff for net rating for a quad one game on a neutral court is 50. As of right now, Virginia Tech is 68th in the net rating, and NC State is 41. No, 40. They moved above Rutgers uh, after yesterday somehow. So they are now 40. That's a quad one game. And you got to assume if they beat Virginia Tech that they would go even higher and cement themselves to finish the season in quad one on a neutral court. So, And meanwhile, Virginia Tech wouldn't climb high enough if they beat NC no, State. they would not climb right. into the top 50. So that's why I think it would be beneficial for Clemson. Number one, I think they match up better with NC State than Virginia Tech. They sweat both teams in the regular season. Both of those games against Virginia Tech were really, really close and really, really ugly. And number two... It would be another quad one game for Clemson to prove. Virginia would also be a quad one game if they're able to get over the hump and beat one of NC State or Virginia Tech. But this is, this is the final point. If Clemson can beat NC State, which would be a quad one win, and beat Virginia, which would be another quad one win, there's right. no question. I right. don't even think they have to play in Dayton anymore. I think they're probably a 10 or maybe an 8 or a 9 at that point. Because that would be two quad one wins, and then you would have a chance to play for your conference. But if they just beat NC State and lose to Virginia, I think we're all going to be sitting at the television on Sunday sweating. And I think it's going to be one of those things where Clemson's either in that play-in game or they're in the first four out. So... Regardless of what ends up happening, Clemson's got a major, major opportunity in front of them to pick up two quad one wins if NC State is able to win. And I think that Clemson fans everywhere should be pulling for NC State tonight against Virginia Tech in the nightcap.
0: Not only that, um, one of the things I've talked about the last two weeks is if you're on the bubble, you can worry about all the numbers if you want. But there's one thing you have to do to get in. Win. That's it. And what the evidence has shown us this year is that Clemson beat Virginia Tech in Blacksburg by three, and they beat them in Clemson by one. Clemson beat NC State in Clemson by 14 and in Raleigh by 25. The Tigers, you know, there is an adage in basketball that's not true that says it's hard to beat a team three times. Well, it's not hard to beat a team three times if you're just better than them.
1: Yeah, and Clemson's better than both of these teams. I think that, number one, I think Virginia Tech is better coached. I think Mike Young is a better coach than Kevin Keats. I know that that may have not been the case this specific year, but Mike Young and Virginia Tech won this tournament last year, and they beat Clemson on a buzzer beater en route to doing it. Number two, Turquavian Smith has been horrible against Clemson in his career. And I mean, like, next-level dumpster fire. And that's supposedly the best player on NC State. I think it's Jarkel Joyner. I think he's better than Terquavion Smith against any opponent. But, you know, Clemson didn't have to play Hunter Couture in that first matchup. They really just were able to hone in on Padula. And then Couture was still coming back from injury in that second matchup. So I really just think that... Virginia Tech poses a scary matchup at this juncture in the season. You have less reward for more risk by playing Virginia Tech. At least if you're playing NC State, it's a quad one game. So I think that the obvious choice here is to root for NC State tonight.
0: Bubble games today, Wisconsin and Ohio State. Wisconsin is on the bubble. That's a it's not a huge game. West Virginia and Texas Tech, you can kind of look at that maybe as a play-in game. Both those teams are squarely on the bubble. Is that fair? Texas Tech and Virginia West Virginia
1: I think that Texas Tech has work to do uh especially with they're 5 and 13. They're 5 the and th- Yeah, they're 5 and 13 in the league. I don't think that Texas Tech has any chance of making the tournament unless they win two to three tournament games. Also, did you see their coaches now suspended? Yeah. So, I'm inter- I think West Virginia is going to win this game, but I think a win or two for West Virginia really cements them in.
0: A loss for, by North Carolina to Boston College tonight ends their season.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think North Carolina has to win the tournament. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that North Carolina could beat Boston College, beat Virginia, and then lose to one of Clemson, NC State, Virginia Tech. And I still don't think that gets them. I think they have to win the tournament to get in. And that seems to be the national perspective on it, too. If North Carolina doesn't win the ACC tournament, they don't get into the tournament.
0: Oklahoma State would end their season with a loss to Oklahoma tonight.
1: I agree with that. And I actually think Oklahoma beats them. Yeah.
0: Um, and then you've got uh, Arizona State. They placed Oregon State tonight. Arizona State needs a win badly. Yeah. In the in the eleven thirty night Pac twelve, you'll stay up and watch that one.
1: On uh, I the don't Pac-12 know. Pac twelve network. I don't know. I don't know. After the Virginia Tech NC State game, it, it's going to depend. I'm more interested in that Northern Arizona Montana State Big Sky title game at eleven thirty.
0: Uh, you're interested in uh, Nevada and San Jose State. Yeah. Bubble. Now, that's tomorrow though. Yeah uh, that that's bubble for uh for Nevada through all that. Rutgers uh you're interested in Rutgers in the Big 10. They've got Michigan
1: tomorrow at noon. Now that's interesting because like Rutgers is like in most national people's like last four buys or last four in. Yeah. Like they've slipped so far recently they they haven't been able to win a lot it's of terrible games. Terrible the
0: last 3 weeks.
1: I think and it's going to be a controversial take. I think it's more beneficial for Clemson if Michigan beats Rutgers and then subsequently turns around and loses. I think Michigan is two to three wins away, and I think that a loss would put Rutgers squarely on the bubble, and I think that there's a good chance Rutgers and Clemson both end up in Dayton. I mean, Rutgers played Notre Dame in Dayton last year in that last four-end play-in game.
0: Uh, Tomorrow, Mississippi State has Florida, so that's a big one for Mississippi State. Um, you know they're they're, they're uh, squarely on the bubbles for all that goes. So today and tomorrow, a bunch of big bubble stuff. We talked about Penn State. Uh, Penn State tomorrow has Illinois uh, in a massive game for Penn State. Pittsburgh is off today, as you know. NC State plays tonight. They need to win. I mean NC State. A loss by NC State tonight—they're the last four buys right now. Does that send them out? Maybe depending on who wins in conference tournaments and all that. There's I mean, a lot in there.
1: Yeah, you you do want to pull for NC State from the perspective of okay, quad one game, but you do have to. make that's a good point that I hadn't really even thought of. If NC State loses, are they on the bubble? Could they end up in Dayton? Right
0: now, they're they're the last four in a uh, last four
1: buys. Because let me pose you a hypothetical. Let's say that NC State loses to Virginia Tech, and Clemson goes and turns around and Clemson beats. Virginia Tech, and Clemson beats Virginia. I think Clemson's above NC State at that point. I agree. So, Been
0: three times and, and then went farther in the tournament. Higher seed went farther in the tournament.
1: Now, l- let me make a follow-up point. At the end of the day, I think that Clemson needs to win two games to firmly cement themselves in. I think that the this game is important. The first game is important. I think the Virginia game is equally as important because you're leaving it. If, if Clemson goes one in one in the ACC tournament and they lose to Virginia in the, in the uh, semifinals... I think that there's a good chance that Clemson's not in. Do you agree with that? Um Or they're leaving it, they're leaving it up to chance. Yeah,
0: leaving it up to
1: and in that case when you're at that level everyone's resume is going to be so hyper analyzed at that yeah. point that you are you are it it is no longer in your control. Right. The magic number for Clemson Take is 2. the decision out of their hands. Yeah, the magic number for Clemson is 2. If Clemson beats winner of the game tonight and they beat Virginia, assuming Virginia beats North Carolina, Clemson is in. That's their magic number. They win two games in the ACC tournament. They are in the NCAA tournament. There's no questions asked. Agreed. But if they go one and one and they lose to Virginia, I think we're all on Sunday sweating. And I think even if they are in, they're having to go to Dayton.
0: All right. Up against the break. we come back, I got some questions for you about the ACC tournament. And and first and foremost, contemplate this during the break. Is today's Pastors last game at Georgia Tech? Is today's game... Bayham's last game at Syracuse. There's some talk that Bayheim's out. Lord, I hope so. Um, would Louisville make a move? That, is that his last game? Milstead says no. That they, uh, The feeling he got when he was in Louisville, no. We know that yesterday was Mike Bray's last game at Notre Dame. I Look, I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. Leonard Hamilton's in his 70s. He just had an awful season with the NIL and all this kind of stuff. I mean, could Retire? you see him kind of? Yeah, I could, I could see that. So, there's a bunch in there, man. ACC coaching carousel when we're back? Yes. There's a bunch in there. And then guys can be candidates at places. So, let's talk about it. Short break, we'll come back. Facts and Children's Mickey Plowler right after this. Get ready for the madness of March with Zero Res carpet and air duct cleaning. Right now, mention me, Mickey Plowler, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for only $119. Book online at zeroresgreenville.com.
3: It's a new year, and I've got one piece of advice for you. If you're still aching about being
5: fat, being tired, and not performing when it counts, you need to get up off that couch and book an appointment at Low Country Mail today. TRT plans start at 220 a month and include
1: testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We offer weight loss plans, peptide plans, and IV therapy. Stop making excuses and take action. Lord
5: knows the world doesn't need any more beta males. Make man men again. Lowcountrymail.com.
6: The Bojangler's back at Bojangles, and it's dusted with Bo's famous seasoning. Hook one while you can.
5: Since 1917, Harbin Lumber Company has been a top lumber and building supplier in the industry. Their number one asset is their employees, people who are dedicated to providing quality building products and contractor services. People just like you, working to grow and be a part of the community. From construction projects to large remodeling jobs, see the hardworking folks people have entrusted for nearly 100 years. Harbin Lumber Company, serving South Carolina, Georgia, and North Carolina, and online at harbinlumber.com.
3: You're scared. You cannot pay your credit cards. You cannot pay your medical bills. Someone suggests to you debt consolidation, combining them all in one payment. Can you really afford that? Is there something else you can do? Call me and see if bankruptcy can help you. Call me, Robert King. Together, we will look for a thoughtful solution to your legal problem. Thompson & King, 300 South Tower Street in Anderson. Call 222-0200 or online at thompsonking.com. Thompson & King is a debt relief agency helping people file for bankruptcy under the Bankruptcy Code. This is Coach Dabo Sweeney. I remember how great it was to turn 21. But
6: remember, just because you're 21 or over doesn't mean you can buy alcohol for anyone underage. In fact you could face fines and jail time for a first offense. Upstate alcohol enforcement teams are enforcing underage drinking laws to save lives. When officers catch a minor with alcohol, they ask, who gave it to them? Don't let it be you. For more information, go to phoenixcenter.org. 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, But it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you.
5: MJ Auto Parts is your auto parts warehouse, now a part of the Bumper to Bumper Auto Parts Group. If you have an import, domestic, or slingshot vehicle, we have the parts you need. With over 100 years of staff experience, we'll get you back on the road quickly and affordably. We have also partnered with Jasper Engines and carry Rough Country off-roading parts. Visit our warehouse at 106 West Wade Hampton Boulevard, Greer, or call us at 864-469-9389. We're happy to help you. m Auto Parts. If you need custom leather patch hats for your business, church, school, sports, team, or charity event, Hatflow Company has you covered. No order minimums, quick turnaround, nationwide shipping, and great prices. Custom Richardson hats, beanies, low-profile performance hats, and more. Shop with Hatflow Company and support a small local business where the highest quality, great customer service, and very affordable prices are top priority. Visit HatflowCo.com and start your custom leather patch hat quote today. HatflowCo.com Hey Anderson, if you're looking for a great place to work, Glen Raven is hiring. The maker of high quality world famous Sunbrella products is looking for process operators, process technicians, quality inspectors and material handlers. Now they're seeking experienced pros and they're also willing to train candidates who are new to manufacturing. So check out all the opportunities. Glen Raven offers a very competitive hourly rate plus you'll get a $1,500 sign-on bonus. That's right. You'll get a $1,500 hundred dollar sign on bonus so apply today you'll also enjoy generous benefits including paid vacation and holidays 401k matching a pension program free on-site medical care a 24-7 fitness center and more it's an established company with an exciting future so don't wait apply now at join.sunbrella.com you don't want to miss this opportunity apply today at join.sunbrella.com If you want the full Roar experience, go check out the RoarFM.com
1: for all the latest updates and podcasts. We're 1055 and 975 The Roar.
6: There's a port on a Western.
0: And it serves. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. My friends at Trail build buildings. They also build relationships and they build trust. And they build in a better building process. Of, uh, they, they do mostly uh, design build. Uh, they can do a couple of other delivery methods. One of the misconceptions is that they don't deal with outside architects. They don't deal with architects. That's not true. Uh, they have formed great relationships with architects. So if you're listening to me and you've already hired an architect, and you can say, "Well, that means Trail didn't build that," then no, that's that's not true at all. It's not what that means at all. Um, in the end, the bottom line is that these folks are amazing. That you're going to love dealing with them, and if they even if they can't build your building for you, there's they're going to get you with somebody and get you in the right direction. Uh, so it's it should be one of your very first phone calls when you're even con- contemplating building. Get in touch with my great friends over at Trail, T R E H E L dot com, T R E H E L dot com. Let's let's talk if we can, or 800 319 7006. Let's talk if we can, Faxon, about a couple of concerns, and then let's get into the the Clemson, I mean, the uh, ACC coaching carousel maybe that's taking place in Greensboro today. On our Adams and Co. Rupee text line, 2574, and you get this a lot from Clemson fans. This is, again, 2574 says, the system is broken if Clemson doesn't make the tournament. I'm starting to believe the conspiracy theory is against the ACC might be real. I don't believe by any way, shape, or form that there is a conspiracy theory against the ACC. Um, Along those lines, area code 706 just texted in and says, net is dumb. It's hard to believe a three seed in the ACC
1: is not a lock. I agree a lot more with the second point than the first point. But even on the first point, I think I might push back a little on you, Mickey. I kind of agree. I, I think that the SEC, or uh, that the ACC rather, I'm not going to say is being discriminated against, but I think that the demise of the ACC is being overplayed. Like, I feel like they're not getting enough respect because the usual names aren't at the top of the conference. It,
0: it's, uh, look, and I, I don't disagree with that. Except for this. What with the net ratings, there is some bias in net ratings right off the bat. I'll give you that. But one of the the biggest issues out there is it's not just that North Carolina and Duke aren't who they are, are not as good as they, they have been. But let's look, and I wanna let's just take this um, as objectively as we can. First of all, it feels so weird clemson fans to try to argue for north carolina and for duke doesn't it like no you know like i'm getting in bed with north carolina and duke trying to tell you this all right so so duke's having a decent season they're 21st in the country they're 23 at eight all right duke in the, in the out of conference season they, they lost to kansas purdue smacked them i know that purdue beat them by 19 they did beat iowa um, they, in, in the ACC, they've lost to Wake Forest, NC State, Clemson, Virginia Tech, Miami, Virginia. They did beat North Carolina twice, but, but, but as you look up and down that schedule.
1: They went undefeated at home, and They swept North Carolina. All
0: right, but give me, like, what's Duke's best wins? Normally, like, a Duke say, well, they beat Michigan State early, they beat Kansas, they beat North Carolina, they beat, they, you know, a good North Carolina team, whatever. Normally, talking about Mike Krzyzewski teams, Duke, like, They have a very impressive resume. They're a one or two or three seed because they had great wins. I I can fly down these. Let me me do this quickly for you. Here's Duke's wins this year. Jacksonville, South Carolina Upstate, Delaware, Bellarmine, Oregon State, Xavier, Ohio State, Boston College, Iowa, Maryland, Eastern Shore, Florida State, Boston College, Pittsburgh, uh, Miami, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, North Carolina. Notre Dame, Syracuse, Louisville, Virginia Tech, NC State, North Carolina. What's, what's their best one? Like, you see what I'm saying? Duke did not—Duke's
1: resume is not—I mean, they're in. Well, they beat, but, and they beat Xavier and Miami, who are both going to probably end up on the four line. And they beat Pitt, who's comfortable well, Not right? maybe not comfortably in. They beat NC State. They swept North Carolina. Virginia Tech's good. Like, their their resume isn't a Duke resume. Right. But, so, so, but it's also so not said, Duke. Like, it's John Shire. It's not Mike Krzyzewski anymore. So
0: that's my point, is that— The reason that no one's biased against the ACC is just the fact that Duke does not look like Duke. North Carolina this year, non-conference. Now, they did beat Charleston. Uh, They lost to Iowa State, Alabama, Indiana. Their non-conference wins are Wilmington, Charleston, Gardner-Webb, James Madison, Portland,
1: Citadel. did they barely beat Portland?
0: They beat Ohio State. um, They beat Portland by eight. (laughs) Beat Ohio State and Michigan. Um, and and not only that, lost to Wake Forest, lost to Duke twice, lost to NC State, lost to um, Pittsburgh twice. Now, Mickey, can I make it? Can
1: I make a counterpoint? Sure. sure. And this counterpoint is strictly anti Big Ten. I feel like you could go down a lot of these Big Ten teams that people think are shoe ins for the tournament. And you could look at their non-con as well, and you could be like, okay, well, this isn't really that impressive. But here's the difference between the Big Ten and the ACC. A lot of these teams are being put on a pedestal due to the fact that they play in the Big Ten. For instance, who? For instance, I feel like, number one, I feel like Indiana is not a particularly great basketball team for starters.
0: Here's what Indiana, let let me get this up this way. North Carolina has beaten one, has one quad one win
1: this year. Indiana has five. Well, here's, let me, let me make a counterpoint. We're quantifying that a quad one win, and this is why I think that the net is even more dumb. It's going based off of the rankings that they arbitrarily create. They are creating the quad one game. They've they've said West Virginia. Mickey, you would think West Virginia was playing in the 80s Eastern Conference of the NBA, (laughs) is what they want you to believe. They beat Lambeer and Isaiah. Yeah, Yeah. and and then they went and they swept Jordan and Chicago on the. Like, seriously, that's what they want you to believe that the Big 12 is doing in the Big Ten. That that was the only time the net
0: ratings. Are human affected? Isn't the very first one? So you think they, they in the preseason they overrated them? I just well, I feel, remember
1: North Carolina's number one in the country. I feel like there's an inherent bias towards the like. For example, Michigan State, 31st in the net rating. I think Michigan State is a good team that deserves to be in the NCAA tournament. You couldn't hold me at gunpoint and say that they played 15 quad one games. But here's the thing: no way that they played 15 of the top whatever teams in the country based off of their metric. I don't believe
0: it. The human. Aspect of the net ratings is you had to have the, your very first one. You got to rank them somewhere, right?
1: Well, also, the formula is arbitrary. You know, it's top 30 team at home, 50 team, neutral, yeah, but, 75. But the, the only row. time a
0: human affects that is in the very first one, correct?
1: To an extent, sure. But but the but the first one's the most important one. And, right. the, and the creation and, and humans put that they,
0: they, they, somebody has to rank those teams in order to start the season. The creation of the formula is well, what North issue. Carolina ranked number one. They were. And so North Carolina nobody, they just fell. And, and oh, by the way, in comparing Indiana and North Carolina, Indiana beat North Carolina by 12. I mean, the, these these big 10 teams that you put down, and, and they had a tougher schedule, but Indiana's losses, they lost to Kansas and lost to Arizona. Like they had just better, and you could argue like Wisconsin, they're, they're not right now, they're right in the town, but they beat number one Purdue. Has North Carolina beat anybody like Purdue in this season? They, as a matter of fact, Indiana swept Purdue. Wisconsin's third to last in their league. Yeah, but even in that, all right? And I'm, again, I'm just pushing back a little bit because I don't think Wisconsin's a good team. I'm not trying to push back with that. But Wisconsin, in their out-of-conference, they lost about one to Kansas. They lost to Wake Forest. Lost to Wake Forest, it did. But so did North Carolina, <laughs> right? Uh, they beat Marquette.
1: Does North Carolina have a, have a good as good a win as a Marquette? Was, this is what's sticking Wisconsin. They beat Wisconsin. At, they they beat Marquette when Marquette wasn't ranked, and also well, they look beat at, Maryland when they look, were ranked. Look though. at look at Wisconsin in the first two months of the season, and then look at Wisconsin oh, in every single game since then. They, I, they, they have one, two, three, four, five, six. They have six wins outside of the first two months of the season. They have I, like I just, six wins in three months. Here's my major point. I just don't believe.
0: That there's this bias for and against leagues that these human beings are doing.
1: So then what, what? Why, does, why is the Big Ten getting 10 teams into the tournament when the ACC won the ACC Big Ten Challenge? Well, that's one game and, and those are all matchups too. But here is the, the, But they're overrating the conference as a whole because they have less teams in they the conference. Them? When they, do they overrate them? And the AP poll and the coaches, the, the mainstream media, all they do is push propaganda. They want me to believe that Rutgers, John Rothstein and guys like that, all they tweet out all day is, oh, well, this Nebraska-Rutgers game was a war. Yeah, we're talking about two teams that aren't making it out of the round of sixty four. This is yeah. they're putting Nebraska's
0: this, not very good. and Rutgers not very good,
1: but Rutgers is comfortably in the tournament at eighteen and thirteen. Okay, Clemson's the three seed in the ACC and has to to, to fight bubble watch. Why? Because Rutgers no, beat Purdue uh, three months ago. No,
0: because Rutgers has to play Purdue and Indiana and Northwestern
1: and Iowa and Illinois. I'm sorry, I'm Meanwhile,
0: Clemson, I don't buy
1: it. Uh, well, I don't. I don't buy that. I don't buy that one game against Purdue three months ago. It should be the reason Rutgers has made it into the tournament. Rutgers I agree has, with you on this. On Rutgers lost six of their last eight games. To me, one
0: of the things as a human I'm looking at is I don't think the games in November, December count should count as much as games in January February. February. No. I, I don't know how you quantify that. But the point is, is that there is no bias against the ACC or bias for the Big Ten. That's in the very first poll. North Carolina fell on her face this year. And so did Syracuse, and so did Wake Forest, and so did Boston College, and so did Virginia Tech, and so did Florida State, and so did Georgia Tech, and so did Notre Dame, and so did Louisville. It's a bad league. The league is nowhere near, and you can't tell me, like, well, Pittsburgh, oh, they're great. Pittsburgh's not a great team. Miami's really good. Virginia's pretty good. Clemson's pretty good. Duke's, I think Duke's dangerous in this tournament. By the way, I think. I, I think, think Duke
1: wins the tournament, by
0: I, the way. I think Duke wins the tournament,
1: too. Uh, but, man, look, you've watched Pittsburgh play basketball this year. They have two Players that are on the all ACC and first and second team, respectively, they're good. They have the coach of the year. They're a good, they're a really good basketball team. But they're
0: good. They're not anybody you build your argument
1: against for. I, I will go to the go I against. will go to death believing they're better than freaking Wisconsin. Of all they things.
0: are better than Wisconsin.
1: So, what does the net say about that? Well, no, why, that's not good for why, Pittsburgh. Why is, Wisconsin, why is Wisconsin even on the bubble? What is Wisconsin's signature moment over the course? I mean, Wisconsin had a decent tournament down in Atlanta, so they are 17-13 and and two games below 500 in their league. They are third to last in their league, and the only teams that are worse are Chris Holtman, who's about to get fired at Ohio State, and Minnesota, who is almost Louisville-level bad, who, by the way, Wisconsin almost lost to the other day. Yeah, they're below Rutgers in the Big Ten standings now. I'm not a Wisconsin guy. I'm not trying to push Wisconsin.
0: I'm just trying to tell you that the reason the Big Ten, when Purdue and Maryland, Indiana, Michigan State, and Illinois and Iowa those those teams outperform the top of the ACC and the bottom of the Big Ten has been better than the bottom of the ACC. I
1: agree with that, but they also have less teams. That's part of the problem. They don't have more teams to drag the conference down yeah, as a whole. They have
0: Fourteen rather than fifteen, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just one less team.
1: But it's still. At- you don't Minnesota's weighing it down right but the ACC has Louisville and they have multiple other teams that are weighing it. Okay. Like they have so the,
0: in the bottom of the league all right yeah yeah Minnesota's 8 and 21 but the, the the next next worst team like Nebraska's 16 and 15 and Wisconsin 17 and 13 like or Ohio State's 13 and 18 but like look at the bottom of the ACC my gracious, man. Not only is the Louisville deal just awful. Notre Dame. But Notre Dame and Fort, Florida State's 9-22. Notre Dame's 11-20. Georgia Tech's 12-17. and, and 17. We got losing records. Boston College is 15-16. Those are losing records. That's what's hurting the ACC. On the court, the ACC's underchief. Simple as that. Simple as that. Uh, but there's a good argument she makes. You're a formidable foe over there. You're clever clogs over there. Short break, we'll come back. Hey, I got to know, is this the last coaching game for which ACC coaches? Our number two when we come back right after this.
1: WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT-AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the Roar.